podcast as always i am your host smitty back with another one man and today i'm excited to bring you this father's day special father's day edition of uh daily dimensions man it's something that um is near and dear to my heart you know i love seeing involved fathers i love especially seeing black men stepping up and being fathers it's an amazing thing and i'm i'm proud to call some of my friends involved fathers you know i have a lot of close friends who have kids of their own have sons have daughters of their own and are involved man and it's a beautiful thing to see because if you were like me coming up the narrative i don't know maybe not everybody saw it the way i did or felt it the way i did but the narrative was that black men just weren't involved we weren't involved dads we weren't there for our kids that we were the deadbeat dads or we were doing this and doing that and there was so much you know single motherhood out there but it wasn't always the case um and it wasn't something till I, that I realized until I got older that that wasn't always the case and I had to experience different things and see different things to realize not every black man is an uninvolved father and there is a number of us a good number of us who are involved fathers and that was major for me that that mindset shift didn't happen until I got older and started to really see the family dynamics of a lot of people around me and I'm like oh man okay so not all of us grew up the same way I did you know um so touching on fatherhood for me I am not a father yet um, but that is one of the biggest things for me. It's one of my biggest goals in life is, is fatherhood, because for me, fatherhood is everything. Being a husband is everything. Family is everything. That's like one of the closest things to my heart, man, is family. I remember being in my grad school program and it was the first class I had ever taken. I think it was like positive leadership or something like that. Um, and the professor is going around asking everybody. He was like, you know, what is your idea of success. Now, mind you, this is like a business related course and a management and leadership related course program degree track. And he's asking all of these people and some of the people in my course, they had their own businesses or are trying to open their own businesses or have X amount of years of experiences. Some of them have written books and all these different things. And he's going around and he's asking all of them, what's your idea of success? What is success to you? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I want to reach this amount in sales I want to do this uh, this amount of money or living on this island and doing it was a lot of different material things things that you know stayed in that business realm that finance realm but when it got to me my answer was having a family (laughs) and he kind of looked at me funny and he was like okay um and he asked me to change my answer but like at the end of the day that's my answer and to this this day it's still my answer i could blow up tomorrow and be a millionaire off of speaking and off of this podcast and this platform and all of the many things that i do but if i leave this world not ever being a father i'm gonna feel like i didn't do much (laughs) that's how important that is to me and a lot of that comes from my interactions with my own father my father was not the most involved individual. Um, I love him, love him to this day. Um, part of who he is, is a part of me, man. Like he's, I get my personality from him. I, I, I look like him. His first name is my middle name. Like it's, I carry him with me. I can't ever like, (laughs) it's a part of who I am. And there's 
I'm not going to sit here and say that there's not any positive memories I have with my father. My father is a jokester. He's hilarious. Like there's a lot of that there. Everybody loves him, but he just was not a great dad. <laughs> he was just not a great dad. He wasn't the most involved. Um, you kind of only really heard from him on birthdays and holidays. Um, and he would be around. He just wouldn't be around for me, <laughs> you know, he would be, yeah, it was a lot of that. So my father wasn't the most involved and that kind of hurt me a lot, you know, seeing that there's this man that I'm trying to reach out to, that I'm trying to establish a relationship with. And the relationship only really went somewhere if I put a lot of effort into it and being, you know, middle school, being a teenager, being an adult, constantly being the one putting in that effort to try and have that relationship with a parent is stressful and it's draining. And you start to feel like, why am I putting more effort into trying to have a relationship with you than you are with me? Like, you're the reason I'm here. You, you, you created me. You, 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 you gave me a name and all of these different things. You took me home from the hospital. Why am I trying harder to have this relationship with you than you are with me? You know, it's not even like it's a 50, 50. It's like a, 95 five like it, it was it was completely one-sided um and i'm i'm hoping and I'm, I'm claiming i'm speaking it into existence now that one day um i'll grow to accept where he is in life um and his place in my life and we'll grow to have a better relationship um but right now it's 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 not that time it's still a challenge <laughs> there's still a lot of uh still a lot of wounds there but um those experiences i had with my dad and even the lack of experiences I had with my dad is what made fatherhood so important for me because I would never want a child to feel the things I felt centered around a parent. And I want to be able to have that family dynamic that I, I wasn't able to have. You know, I, I don't know what it's like to have both my parents in the same household. Um, I think it was maybe three or four years ago and it was Easter and we cooked and for whatever reason, my dad came by. It was weird. He came by and both my mom and my dad were sitting at the table and we ate food together on Easter. And that was the first time in my life that I had ever sat down at a table and ate food with my mother and father. And this is me in my 20s. Late, like mid to late 20s, I was probably like 25, 26. And this is the first time and to this day, the only time in my life where I was able to ever sit down and have a meal with my mom and dad at the same time. And that's just it didn't hit me till later. And then I'm breaking down and I'm crying and I'm like, oh, God, like <laughs> all the feels was coming out. But the impact that fathers have is tremendous. And. When you're not there in your child's life, the the deficit that you leave that they then have to figure out and find through other means, through other uh, positive male role models or other a parent doing double duty, uh, other mentors that they find in their life. There's there's a void that's left when a father is absent that you as a man or a woman, um, because it's not just the impact that they have on their sons, but the impacts that they have on their daughters, because who is being that role model of what a man should be and who they should look for, you know? So it's not just sons that suffer, but it's daughters that suffer as well. And of course the parents who are left to raise these kids on their own. So, um, it's, it's beyond important for, uh, fathers to be involved and to be involved in their kids' lives. And 
you know, if you were someone like me touching upon what we were saying earlier, I grew up thinking that everybody who uh, was from Bridgeport <laughs> and kind of looked like me just grew up in a single parent household because that was just the narrative that was pushed. And that's kind of what I saw around me. But more so sticking to this narrative piece, when I was younger and I would turn on television, that's what I saw. I saw images of broken homes, you know, uh, being younger. I watched a lot of BET probably shouldn't have, but I watched a lot of BET. I don't watch it anymore because it's so trash of a channel and that network is like disgusting. But, um, and the fact that it's black entertainment television, but it's owned by a white person that just doesn't sit right with my spirit either. But nonetheless, it's the images you would see all of these BET movies where they're all just sad and there's a terrible father involved and these Tyler Perry movies that don't <laughs> don't paint black men too, too well. Um, when I would stay home from school and I'd be with my grandma and we watching daytime TV, daytime TV is terrible, too. But then you got Maury Povich and you got all these black men on the show. You are the father. You are not the father. And like painting this image of like this is what the norm is, you know, even shows like Divorce Court. And a bunch of black families on TV on this court television show getting divorced. This was the imagery that was pushed into us. This is the imagery that I saw regularly. So I kind of just naturally assumed, oh, I mean, this is this is this is life. Like most black men just don't be around. I thought that was normal until I had the group of friends that I have now. And a majority of them have a dad in their life have a two parent household or even if they don't have a two parent household, their father is extremely involved or they have great relationships with their father. And it's like, wow, this is cool. I got some of my friends dads <laughs> as friends on Facebook. Like this is crazy to me. So, um, there's a number of black fathers who are involved and they don't get the shine that they deserve. So, if anything I'm going to do on this platform, we're going to give them the shine. So shout out to all the fathers out there who are truly involved, who are truly making a difference, who are active and and just doing the damn thing, man. Shout out to y'all, man. I'm excited for y'all. I'm happy for y'all. And I'm going to join the club soon. <laughs> it's going to come, man. It's going to come. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing how... Um, the imagery you see, the things you see, the things around you can really shape your perspective, shape your world. And then once you get new perspective and you gain new insight, you realize the world that you knew isn't necessarily the world that's true. <laughs> Man, you can put that on a shirt. The world you knew isn't the world that's true. That's wild. But um, yeah, fatherhood is is everything to me. Um, I know I'm going to join that club one day. I know I'm going to get there. I know what's going to happen. And shout out to the dads, man. And if you're someone like me who didn't necessarily have that involved dad, understand that you may have started at a disadvantage, but it's not over for you and that you can find everything that you're looking for through other means. For me, the men who played a pivotal role in my life, and I, I want to acknowledge them on this platform, too, um, when I was younger and I was going to church, there was this gentleman at my church. His name was, is, let me not say was, is Craig Wainwright. And he 
when I was going through a very tough time with my father, every day after church, I would come find him and we would talk. And it wasn't always just about issues. It was just general conversation and just having another man that I could talk to, that I could bounce things off of a man that actually just cared about what was going on in my life. That was everything for me. Um, That helped me tremendously. Like I would actively seek him out because you know once church is over and i'm young i'm I'm ready to go home i don't, I don't want to sit here and talk to everybody i'm tired <laughs> i want to go watch cartoons i got school tomorrow but i would actively seek him out because the conversation that we had it meant everything to me and it was important to me and it helped to to shape a lot of things around me um there was also another individual in my church that same church uh, John Brockenberry, the GOAT man, Mr. Brockenberry, he played the bass at the church. And not only did he play bass at the church, but he was my high school English professor <laughs> or English teacher. But so he and not only was he that, but then when I played football in high school and he was the announcer for our games. So, you know, I saw him in a gym maybe some years ago and I, I said it to him. I said, you know, thank you you don't realize how much of an impact you had on my life because in multiple phases of my life, you were present, you know, in the spiritual aspect of my life, you were present, you know, we were a part of the same church in the educational aspect of my life. You know, you were my teacher, you know, you, I learned from you firsthand and then football, which was the biggest thing to me. I, what eat, sleep, breathe football. Every time we won, (laughs) or lost his voice was coming through the speakers because he was the announcer when something big was happening it was him when we would lose it was him and after every win he would get on there and drop some Barry White (laughs) and to this day that's one of my favorite songs man he would drop that can't get enough your love babe what if you went to Central and you played football at Central or you went to any games at Central High School in Bridgeport and we got that win you knew Barry White was coming on and John Brockenberry was playing it man so shout out to him um shout out to Warren Gill man um he was my mentor Uh, my pastor my everything man uh he is no longer with us but he's always here in spirit man he was everything to me i had known him since i was five is probably my earliest memory but he knew my family way longer than that and he you know came by anointed my house Um, He was there when my mother was sick and going through a lot of different things. He was there when my other family members were sick and going through a lot of different things. Um, He was there when I got fired from my internship in undergrad and I needed an internship to graduate or else I was going to be here for another year. And who's paying for that? But he was there. He got me my first job post uh, post graduation and just was speaking, spoke life into me, spoke what you see now into me. He was the first person to ever mention anything social work related, anything mental health related, anything like that to me. And he was always trying to bring the best out of anyone he was around, expose you to new things and just speak life into you. So shout out to him as well. Um, coach Catalina, my high school coach, the GOAT, he, he taught me a lot of discipline, man. Oh man. He taught me how to be disciplined and he taught me how to, how to be accountable how to be on time, how to make sacrifices, how to submit yourself to something that's bigger than you and be a part of a team and not be 
and, and be, be the number one, not to make things all about you, but to make things all about the bigger goal. And that was amazing. And that, that, that played a lot in my life too. So those men in my life and forgive me if I'm forgetting anyone, but those men in my life played a major impact, helped to shape who I am today. I've learned so much from them. Um, and I just wanted to take this time to really give them that their their flowers, man. We're going to give everybody their flowers. So, you know, if you're someone like me who didn't necessarily have that active father in your life, you can you can find everything you're looking for. And even as you get older, even if you already have a father in your life, not have a father, whatever it may be, you need a mentor. Um, you need someone who has gone through the things, who's walked through the doors that you're about to walk through, who can help just be an ear but also give you perspective that you may not have advice you may not have guidance you may need um because it's good to have friends we all have friends but the problem with your friends is a lot of you are going through the same things at the same time and it's hard to go through it and teach it at the same time like if i'm going through uh xyz and i'm still learning and it's hard for me to teach you and be learning it at the same time. You know, you need someone who's had that experience, who's seen it, who's come out on the other side of it, who has just a whole nother level of wisdom that you can gain from that. An older person, someone from another generation, someone who's just been there before that can pour into you, speak life into you and help to shape, you know, shape your path. Continue to to be something that you can lean on a, a part of your foundation, a part of your core group. You need that. So at any age, you need a mentor, but you also need to be the mentor. Reach back, help to pull someone up, help to uplift someone and be for them everything that you want someone to be for you. Continue to be that light, continue to be that resource And we're going to continue to make the world a better place. So I appreciate y'all tapping in. Happy Father's Day to all my fathers out there. And until next time, this is Daily Dimensions. I love y'all, man. Peace.